and welcome to Let's Talk It All. I'm Anvil. And I'm Jeff. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it all if we remember why we're here. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think I think tonight we're, we're doing a, a show on uh, doomsday prophecies. It, it, like it is a little a little appropriate, I think. Yeah. Um, I'll burst the bubble in case anyone hasn't figured out. These, these programs that Jeff and I are doing are pre-recorded. And Get out. I know, I know, I know. People are probably thinking we were doing this live because of the actual... Well, it's live right now. Actually, well, it's live <laughs> right now. We do do it live, but you're hearing it on Memorex. Um, the week we're doing this, uh, Irma, we just got done with Henry? 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 I don't know what the hell the names are. I don't know. The one just slammed into Texas yep. and uh, caused a lot of devastation, and now we're uh, just days away from Irma making landfall in the America, in the uh, states. So tonight we're going to be talking about doomsday prophecies. Plus we have our little North Korean friend running around setting hydrogen bombs apparently. So. Uh, apparently he has had a successful hydrogen bomb test and uh, apparently a lot of people in California congratulate him about that. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. do tell us a little about um, that. Um yeah, I again I was going through Facebook and looking at things and um Again, they do the man on the street kind of segment, and they're talking to whatever generation this is. I don't know if it's the millennial, X, whatever it is, uh, late, mid to late 20-somethings. And uh, they were all pumped up and getting these people pumped up about the fact that we are congratulating and, and uh, Kim, Kim Jong-il on his hydrogen bomb test that was successful. <laughs> and uh, they were getting these people to go right along with it and congratulate him and, you know, thank him for his efforts and glad that he stuck with it. And, you know, it's that it's that thing, never, you know, try, try again type thing. And they were making him out to be okay. okay for having that stick to to keep detonating atomic things and of course, until it works. They did this man on the street thing in California um, where, you know, like 75% of the state voted for Hillary Clinton. And this goes to show you the level of intelligence in California and this kind of proves it. Um, Left-wing nut jobs to understand the world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Baby um, killers. The, oh, oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, mark that 258 into the program. Hate mail goes to Jeff. And the first abortion, <laughs> abortion reference. Um, yeah, it's... I think one way or the other, prophecy or not, we're all headed to doomsday. If this is, if this is the level of involvement, intelligence, and situational awareness of the generations that are coming up behind us, we're we're screwed. Yeah, we're gonna do a commercial break um, real quick. Just want to say thank you, Diversity Broadcasting <laughs> Network, uh, for having us on. I forgot to do it in the past couple of beginnings of the show, but we always make sure we get in the end. So, uh, folks, we check out DiversityBroadcastingNetwork.com. They have a ton of shows on there. Uh, Let's Talk Ghost is still on there. Uh, the Purple Ties yeah. on there. Purple there's all time. kinds of shows, uh, but there's something for everybody, and there's something every day of the week, really, and night of the week. Uh, up to different hours. So we got music and music. Oh yeah, there's a lot of music. A lot of on new there. artists oh, yeah. haven't heard. Yep. So uh, yeah, Renee does a great job with that, and we appreciate her, you know, being patient with us and letting us be Do part her. be part of her network. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great thing. It is a great thing. It is a great thing, and uh, we enjoy it. God, God bless the First Amendment. Yes. 
You know, which we did a show. We did do a show. We haven't done any amendment shows lately. But well, we will. We'll, we'll get yeah, some more. The in third there. and fourth are kind of slow, so we'll talk, we'll probably group a bunch of them together. I want point. the one on the uh, we talked about this before. I want the amendment where uh, it gives the uh, women the right to kill babies. That's the one I was looking at. What, yeah, what, well, what amendment was that? Um, I'd have to look it up. I'm not All sure right, top sure, of my head gotcha. that is. Right. Um, <laughs> Because it doesn't exist, folks. Well, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Okay, different show. Anyway, uh, so tonight we are talking about prophecy and Tuesday uh, prophecy. Tuesday prophecy. Now we do have one that uh, actually is coming up pretty quickly here, and and it is coming up on the exact same day as our Snipe Expo Film Festival. That's September twenty third in Owego. In Owego, New York, and we will be doing. Uh, an expo with paranormal stuff, Bigfoot and ghosts and UFOs and Elvis sightings and the whole nine yards. Yep. And then we are also doing a paranormal film festival, which we just got done uh, finalizing the films that we're going to use. And they're all they're all decent. Um, I don't know if you know many of them are Oscar winners, but they're definitely going to be squatchy winners as it, as hey, it were squatchy winners, squatchy winners. Yeah. um so we're excited about that but a squatchy award the squatchy got myself a squatchy that's a great idea a squatchy award a squatchy. that's what we should name it a squatchy we sh- award we should we should call it we'll look at that <laughs> next year and uh yeah so we're having our expo and film festival the same day the world is predicted to end so you know if you're gonna be doing one last thing Come on down and watch some movies with us. Yeah, here's the thing about that prophecy too, because I, I, you know, been watching a lot on YouTube and reading with the uh, different, you know, quote unquote researchers that posted about it. You know, every couple of years you get the stuff that comes out on a certain date, blah blah blah. Uh, but this one's uh, pretty cool. This one is, uh, it's not really the end of the world; it's the start of the major crap to happen. No, uh, especially when, like the true. trumpets start playing, you know, in the Book of Revelations. Um, uh, but uh, it's kind of like some people think the rapture will happen. Now, if you know what the rapture is, you have to go to the New, uh, the New Testament and the Book of Revelations and you look it up. Uh, eventually, the rapture says that 166,000 people uh, will be taken up before all the bad shit happens on the planet. Uh, you know, like World War III and all that crap. Um, and that's what the rapture is. So all the good godly people who you know really followed the straight line... Um, and didn't molest children as Catholic priests uh, would go up. <laughs> I believe Blondie talked about this in the song. Did it? She had a song called Oh, really? Rapture. Oh, yeah. Well, that's cool. That's so cool. Google it, listen to it. Yeah. It'll make sense. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, it's pretty interesting stuff. Uh, of course, you have, uh, of course, people, you know, prophets way before that. Uh, Edward Casey uh, had different prophecies. Uh, you had... Um, Nostradamus, of course. Oh yeah. Um, there's one I, I one lady I actually uh, follow a bit uh, is uh, I think her name is Betsy Lewis. You ever hear of Betsy Lewis? She's online. She has a website. I think it's BetsyLewis.com or something like that. Mm. Uh, but she's had a lot of hits. I mean, in the years I've tracked her for like three and a half years now, she's had a lot of hits. Um, she predicted Trump to win like I did months and months and months and months and months. Oh, well, you and, and I months. Predict, you and I predicted that. The minute he got in the race, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, actually, I didn't think he was going to win until uh, it was probably the third Republican debate. Uh, and I, I could see what was going on, and I could, I could see the energy. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, he's going to... And everyone thought I was nuts, but I was like, oh, he's, he's going to win the nomination, unbelievably. Yeah. But he, and he did. Uh, and, of course, on and on and on. But uh, she's hit a lot of stuff. I mean, not just that, but, you know, other things. That there were big major events, like earthquakes and volcanoes and... 
uh, you know, celebrities dying, and she's nailed a lot of different stuff. So Betsy Lewis, uh, check Betsy her Lewis. out. Yep. Get that yep. one. Side note, real quick, and that's only because we're eight, eight minutes, minutes thirty-two seconds yeah. in. Uh, a new show just started this week. Uh, America Horror, American Horror Story, AHS, Cult. Now, anyone that watches this program, uh, it's gone through different kind of things. Each season is a different thing. The first American Horror Story is about a haunted house. Then there's one about uh, a hotel that was haunted. Then there was one which this one's about a cult, and it's too funny because. The show actually starts within the first few minutes of the show. This is how the show starts. This is what props, puts everything in the motion, is Trump winning the election <laughs> for president. You see him winning the election. You see these nutbags going in hysterics <laughs> and breaking down and starting to get weird. And what prompts this whole cult thing happening is the fact that Trump won. And I didn't step and watch it. Lonnie watched it, but... I just thought it was funny. That's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. Just to see the reaction when Trump, Trump won, you got to ask yourself, how could you not have won with these people oh. running against them? Boy, well, that night I stayed up all night watching. It was like 3.30 in the morning before I went to oh, yeah. four. And, uh, you know, at the Democratic Convention Center, you know, they were sobbing. I mean, women were just sobbing. And men, too, just sobbing, like, in despair. And I'm like, are you kidding me? It's just an election, folks. Get over it. Yeah, things are going to change a little bit. <coughs> things haven't changed all that drastically. He did do one thing I didn't like, though. I know we're getting off subject already. Uh, we'll get back on our process. We'll get back on it. But the one thing he did do, they reversed, that Obama did right, was Obama took away... The weapons of war from the police forces, you know, the excess force. And Trump reinstated that, which I think is not the right way to go. I don't want my local police force looking like a paramilitary group, like you do in the Russia or you do in Ukraine or you do in China. I don't think that's the right way to go at all, and I totally disagree with that decision. Well, they shouldn't have fun. I, I, I see what you're saying, but it'd be nice to know that. Those things are close by at hand when push comes to shove and the end of the world comes because <laughs> I can just go down to my local police station and pick up that armored personnel carrier. Yeah, I don't think they're going to give it to you. <laughs> well, I'm not saying I won't ask nicely, <laughs> but well, anyways, I, no, I know I, what you're saying. I, I really think it's a mistake. I, I don't think the police forces have any use for that. I mean, if that's going to be the case, then, you know, let's just start giving firefighters, you know, machine guns shit too. You know, why not? I mean, that's, this is kind of, I mean, well, in Justice City, I mean, we have this firefighter force that fights, you know, three or four fire, fires a year. The chief makes $150,000 a year. The mm -hmm. lowest guy in a total pool makes $75,000 a year. They don't do nothing. They do nothing. Nothing. Look, I'm not saying their jobs aren't dangerous three times out of the year, but, gee, you know, $75,000 for three times, I mean, that's a lot of money, you know. So, I don't know, but just well, saying, you know, it's, it's like what insurance. happens when you have unions. It's like insurance. It's a democratic idea. You know. <laughs> If you never use it, you wonder why you have it for, but then when you need it, yeah, well, be glad you had it. Only seventy-five thousand dollars. We, anyway, we fully support. On. We fully support the firefighters, where they fight yep. fires every day or right. just once yeah, a year. Yeah, no, of course we do. We're and you know, 
there, there's communities around us that have much larger populations and a higher per capita that have a completely all-volunteer firefighter force, which I would be a proud member to join one, by the way, if we got away with our union-controlled firefighter force. But that's my opinion. My taxes would add a lot, too. I'd take that tax money, and I'd put it back into my police department and hire more police officers. But that's me. Okay, moving on. Let's get back to the end of the world. End of the world. Yes. Let's, look, yeah, let's talk about the important stuff. So, yeah, so this prophecy, you know, and the prophecies... This one specifically, when you when you look it up and stuff, it talks about all these celestial bodies aligning and aligning in the Virgo constellation and can't remember what planet it was, but there's a planet that because of retrograde motion goes into where her womb is and then comes back out of her yep. womb, so it's giving birth to this planet, which is part of the nine other things. It, someone put a lot of thought into this, let me tell you. <laughs> um, and some stars and planets make a crown, and the moon's at her feet, and the sun's at her head, and yeah, it's signaling the end times are near. So I'm kind of thinking millennials in California that are happy North Korea has a hydrogen bomb, I think that kind of heralds in. The end times are here. Well, you know, he's, he's getting ready to test another ballistic missile. And uh, if he does have the technology at this point to mount a nuclear warhead, they have, you know, it's not, here's the thing. They, it's not that they just have one at this point. Right. They have multiple capabilities yeah. when it comes to nuclear. So, God forbid they did strike first or we strike them or whatever. The United States is going to take some damage. You won't, whatever, if this goes bad... I, I think the mainland, the United States, may actually take some kind of nuclear damage. It, it is a real possibility at this point. And, you know, we have to blame we have to blame Bush Sr. We have to blame Clinton. We have to blame Bush Jr. We have to blame Obama because all those presidents kicked the can down the road on this. Even before that, really. You know, Ronald Reagan, if you will. Because, yeah. you know, this has been going on. The North Korean, you know, ceasefire... It was back in the flipping fifties for Christopher Sakes, you know. So it's uh, it's uh, it's a lot of fault here, I think, to go around. And poor Trump, you know. I mean, uh, poor Trump. Yes, I know it. Not poor, but <laughs> I'm just saying he's the guy who gets stuck with it, and now he's in a situation. There's no good scenario for him. There's oh. no good option. Well, there's never there's never a good option for Donald. Uh, doesn't matter what it is. Yep. Um, you, you gotta you gotta. Admire his fortitude for sticking it out because right now he can, and he's coming up on these these two hurricanes. Just one just pounded Texas. The other one is coming up through the the Caribbean. It, it's I I think it's I don't think it's going directly over Puerto Rico right now, but it's like within fifty miles of Puerto Rico. It's going to pass. That's still going to do a lot of damage. Puerto Rico is not a state, but it's a territory. They're I don't know what their, I can't think of what their status is, but... Other territory, yeah. Other territories. So, you know, how much money does he sink into Puerto Rico to help them out? Florida's going to get, they're going to get trounced. They're yeah. going to get slammed. And, you know, where's where's all that going to... It's just, I, he, he's going to know, does he help Puerto Rico? Does he not help Puerto Rico? Either way, he's going to lose. Yeah. Either way, he's going to yep. lose. If he doesn't help them, then he's racist. If he helps them, he doesn't care about the rest of us in the United States. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's not a good time to be the president. 
and this man's still sticking it out. So oh, he's going to finish his term. Oh I yeah, I don't think he's going to be indicted or whatever they call it. No, they're not. No, nothing like that. No, no impeachment. He will finish his term. I don't know if he get reelected. He may not run. Uh, but uh, I, I don't, uh, I don't see him not finishing his term. I no, I don't, think, I I don't see that see either. Him, I think. Uh, he will finish his term. There's no doubt about it in my mind. Uh, that, that's if we don't blow up the world, pro- you know, before that. Well, um, we'll, we'll give it a shot. <laughs> we'll give it a shot. We'll do our we'll best. It honestly, it's what we do as Americans: blow shit up. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, there's some other prophecies out there as well. Uh, you know, Nostradamus actually predicted uh, three antichrists, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, three of them. And, of okay. course, the first one was uh, uh, Napoleon. Uh, the second one was Hitler, uh, which he did get the name close. He had Hitler. Hitler, right. I remember that. Um, and then the third one, uh, if I remember correctly, came from an Asian country. I'm not making this up, folks. Uh, really? Your ex-wife show. was Asian? Oh, oh yes, bam! Thank Boom! You. I was trying to get there before you did. Yeah, you, you fit yeah, that in there good, I, just I, like yeah. she did. Oh, boy! Oh, anyway. yeah! <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Hot dog hallway. We're there. Okay. <laughs> You sounded like Brian from uh, Family Guy a little bit right there. That's <laughs> that was good, uh, but uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. So the third Antichrist, according to Nostradamus, if I remember correctly, uh, is uh, an Asian, uh, an Asian person. Um, so this could maybe this uh, Jing Song Hu or whatever the hell his Jing name Song is, uh, you know, Kong Young Sun Boy, uh, is uh, is the Antichrist. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so well, maybe I don't know. He's you probably be okay with that title, but yeah, probably. I, I, any of them, you probably probably be with any of those titles. Um, could be. I I don't know. It's just scary time. A lot of things, like I said, the weather. The weather in itself. I guess there's been a lot of a lot of uh, weather damage in the Philippines and. Stuff too, like places we're not really getting a lot of media attention right now. Right. Been equally, equally devastated by similar weather, and I don't think hurricanes, but like well, storms and tides well, rising, and well, look what happened lots and right lots here of water in our little town of Johnson City in our area. Oh, yeah. the, what, back in May, my house was damaged. I I got a nice big check from my insurance company. We had a we had a, a tornado, we had a tornado. Work. You know, I mean, on my street. People not making this stuff in the middle of Johnson City. So I got a nice check for damage done to my house. And, uh, you know, so the weather's nuts. I, this winter, I think we're going to get plummeled. You know, I think people thought last winter was bad. Uh-uh. I'm telling you, I think this one's going to be much worse. I have a bad, bad feeling about this coming winter. Alani's saying that, too. I yeah. Know. You know, she's right. I, I'm with Alani on this. Uh, I, I can feel it. You know, I, I get pains in my nuts. And I'm telling you right now, my nuts are killing me. You know, like someone's cracking them. But, uh... <laughs> uh there's an ex-wife so, joking yeah. here someplace, but... Yeah, right, well, we're gonna you know, pass just that. nuts tell the weather. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that should be a new... <laughs> that should be... <laughs> a t-shirt. <laughs> just nuts tell the weather. Let's talk it all. Um, you know, another... You know, not just the weather, you know, that's crazy, um, but different atmosphere conditions uh non-weather related like uh, space you know there was just a video uh the other day if you go on youtube of a giant uh you know shooting star <laughs> meteorite came into the planet over idaho if i remember correctly really? uh, it exploded uh that. yeah and you could actually see it and it was it was decent size you know then a nice big explosion uh that was two days ago i think hmm. um so there's there's a lot of little things going on that are uh, 
kind of out there. Uh, another prophecy uh, for the yeah. end of the world was this uh, woman. Oh, Jesus. Was she Romanian? Bulgarian or Romanian? And her name was Baba? Baba something? Uh, just say it right down. It's not Bubba. It's Baba. Baba something. And she died. Well, she was a blind woman. And uh, she had uh, visions in her mind, obviously, that she related. And uh, she could see uh, different things that were coming. And she did predict a Third World War. Um, nasty stuff. Nasty stuff. And she said it was starting at, in a place that no one thought it would. You know, at, you know what I'm saying, prior. Yeah. Which, you know, if you would ask me if a, you know, th- ten years ago, if a Third World War would start in North Korea, I would have said no. Um, or Ukraine, for that matter, I would have said no. Uh, or Syria, for that matter, I would have said no. Um, Israel would have been number one on my list of places it would happen. Um, you know, places like that. Um, another prophecy. Um, who, who is it? Who's another prophecy that uh, we know? Oh! Oh. Yeah. Um, not Edward Casey. Did he have an end of the world one? Edward Casey. Yeah. I don't know if he did or not. I think he did. It doesn't. I do have another one. I got okay. it. Um, there was this uh, uh, this woman, she wrote a book about her son. Her son had, uh, oh gosh, what is it? It wasn't like Down syndrome, but something very similar. Um, and he, they didn't understand what was wrong with him at first when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. They thought he was deaf. Um, he wasn't deaf. Uh, but he had some kind of version of Down syndrome. But long story short, um, he had, uh, according, he died at one point. Apparently he died, heart attack, something happened where he died, and bring him back to life. And he said he had an encounter with Jesus. Um, and Jesus showed him certain things. Um, and one of them was a third world war um, that broke out. He's dead now, by the way. He did die eventually. But uh, regardless, uh, a third world war broke out you know, between us, India, China, and Russia. Uh, the, the, the big nuclear powers, of course, Pakistan as well. And uh, it was a real nasty, uh, but when it was over, what was left, uh, you know, society started to rebuild. But then he said that's when the real war started. And he said these, he called them alien demons invaded the planet. Alien. He said they, they come off, people think of them aliens, but they're actually demons because they're from another dimension. Um, but he called them demons, but they're alien demons. And uh, they, the whole purpose was to conquer the planet. And to, uh, I, apparently, they were eating humans, uh, you know, just, and he said that would be the nastiest, nastiest war the human race ever saw. It would be completely devastating on a, a scale that was never seen before. Uh, nuclear weapons, not even, not even close to what would be going on. <coughs> um, and he didn't ever have a final ink outcome. I never did find out what his final prophecy was with this, these demons. Um, it sticks close to anything of the <coughs> the book of Revelations. Then, you know, Jesus comes back and his, his army, and eventually they kick the hell out of Satan. But uh, that could be wishful thinking of man, for all I know. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the... I guess that's the biggest doomsday prophecy of all, right? The yeah. book of Revelations. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, when exactly. you think about it, yeah. when it was written. And, you know. But, you see, it's not... It's, Here's the thing about the Book of Revelation. It's not the end of the world. It's the end of the world we live in, I guess is the best way to put it. You know, because when it's all said and done and dust is cleared, you know, Jesus returns, you know, and heaven and earth basically become one, you know. True. So, 
Well, I think it's all like that. I think, you know, the prophecies talk about this, but they talk about the, the end and then a new beginning. That just, that's it. Right, right. So, I don't know what it's opening up its way for, but... Well, here's an interesting thing about, uh, you know, the, the book of Revelations and the Old Testament and New Testament and all this other junk. Um, there's actually a, you know, there's gates around the city of uh, Jerusalem, all right, all around it. And this one particular gate hasn't been opened in like 2,000 years. They sealed it off. Mm -hmm. And one of the prophecies actually is um, that gate will reopen when Jesus Christ reappears on the planet. And he'll walk through that gate. I think he enter, He doesn't walk out of the city. He enters the city through that gate, if I remember correctly. Um, that's interesting to look at sometime. It's just a really cool little prophecy. Um, I cannot remember, you know, what scripture it comes from. I just remember it. Um, it's just very interesting stuff. Just got to throw it out there since we're talking about prophecy. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Jesus. See, that'd be interesting, too. I think that'd be worth, worth it to see. What Jesus looks like when he comes back. Yeah. Is he going to be black Jesus? Is he going to be white Jesus? Or will Middle he, Eastern Jesus? Or will he appear Grace differently King? to everybody? Hybrid. Well, no, will, Hybrid Jesus. Would he, would he appear, would he appear different based on... Everybody, you know, by, by well, your that just Wouldn't that just mess up? What do you mean? I see a black guy. I see a white guy. I, I see a red guy. I see an alien. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, yeah, it's... I can see where that would be really... Throws a lot of these religions into a tailspin. You know, I actually had a theory about the Antichrist for years. This is what talking about the end of the world prophecy. And my theory was, what would be anti-Jesus? And my idea was it'd be a woman. That's why I think I feared Hillary Clinton so damn much. <laughs> I, joke, uh, Folks, I'm not joking. I'm not actually making a joke. I'm actually being quite serious. Um, I thought if anyone could be a female Antichrist, it would have been Hillary Clinton. I really felt that way. Um, I think she's pure evil personally, but that's just how I viewed her. And I thought for sure if there was a, a female, you know, antichrist, it would have been it would have been her. Yeah. No, she's evil, dude. No, she's really evil. She's she's twisted. She's well, she's twisted. Doesn't <laughs> mean she's evil. We're twisted. We're right, not no, evil. I, I think she's, she's narcissistic. Evil. She's self-centered. She. There's a lot of the bad characteristics you want. Um, <laughs> you don't want. You know, um, I guess to a certain extent she is. I just, somehow I, I, I just, I don't think the Antichrist will be obvious until it's too late. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah, because then people would know. No, I'm just, yeah, well, I'm just right, saying, then right. Hillary Roy. Right. If, well, no, I was like, well, if, you, if you figured out, then no, no, but it'd be obvious to me because I'm looking for it. I'm looking for that person. Most people don't give a rat's ass. You know, most people well, today don't even understand what the Antichrist would be or who it would be or what it means. They only understand that because people, you know, look at large portions of our population don't go to church anymore. Right. You know, and the no, ones true. that do don't really read the Bible, so they don't know what the hell's in there, and that's a fact. You know, and that's why I said, you know, it could have been her because she fools a lot. Look at she got. Look how many people voted for her. I mean, think about that for a minute. She, she fooled a lot of people. Oh, she yeah. didn't fool me, though. Eddie Christ. <laughs> but she's not, obviously, because she's in, not in power. In Trump's doctor. In Trump, God's trumpet. God's trumpet. God's trumpet's doctor. 
Jeff's theory. Uh, but so let's look, let's look around the world today. You know, if you were the Antichrist, uh, what country would you come from to bring in the, you know, the, 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 the end times, if you will? Well, I mean, if you're the Antichrist, then It'll be, you, would, it, would it be a Christian country? It could be. It, it would be a person that people around the world look up to. And a lot of people see it. If, you, thing, if you're Obama, not a Christian, can you be thought, the Antichrist? A lot of people thought Obama was. Because, can you, know, you be the Antichrist? If you're not a Christian, can you be the Antichrist? Of course you could. Why not? Because you don't believe in Christ. So what? You're anti. That means you don't believe in him anyway. Anti-Muhammad. Yeah. Christ believes in Christ, so why the Antichrist would not believe in Christ, perhaps? Right? I guess. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Okay, I'm, I'm winging this one. This one. I hear. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> it's chicken egg type thing. Yeah. If you're not Christian, then does Antichrist apply? Yeah. Or does it? You know what I'm saying? Because right. like, I don't know. Something to think about. Because if the Antichrist can only be Christian, it really narrows down the field of people it could be. I don't think I don't think it has to be a Christian. So it could be. Well, Nostradamus predicted the the, the first two, Napoleon and uh, Hitler. Hitler. Um, you know, actually, Hitler was Catholic. He did. He was tied to the Catholic Church. Off. You don't know that. Um, but uh, I don't know what Napoleon's uh, belief in faith, or if he had a belief. Or well, a faith I'm sure. Or, I'm sure it was Christian in base. Yeah. Well, coming from France, geo, you know. Christian, probably, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, that makes, that's, again, I think, this is where prophecies get crazy and strange, and, yeah. you know. What about you? I mean, do you know any prophecies? Um, I, I've been looking at the one around the, the Snipe Festival, obviously, and, you know, Book of Revelations. Other than that, you know, nothing, nothing doomsday-ish. I mean, I know, I've heard the stories of the, the cults and the rapture and killing themselves so they can be taken up the Heaven's Gate. Remember Heaven's Gate. Gate. Heaven's Gate. That's yeah, what I was thinking yeah. of. You know, those kinda those kind of things. And what's that guy's name that was Zor or Lore or something like that? Uh, Lard Lane. It was some weird name. Yeah. You know, and, and other ones. And you know, uh and I don't think this was the end of the world, but uh, the Jim Jones. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim How Jones. many hundreds, yeah. hundreds? Yeah. Don't drink the Kool Aid. Drink the Kool Aid. Yeah. Drink the Kool Aid on that one. Speaking of Kool Aid. Oh, it look is what that time, time it is. Uh, folks. It's time to do our our, our shot in the middle. So of the this week our shot, and we're gonna go with the corn liquor. Uh, we I found my wife and I found this neat little distillery, uh, micro distillery near us, called Dragonfire, spelled F Y R E. And uh, they make corn liquor, and they make a couple different types, one straight out of the still, and that's what we're sampling tonight, one straight out of the still. (laughs) (laughs) And then they've got a couple others that they age for a month or two with oak chips. I had to test it with my fingers. Yeah. I will, I will tell you, uh, we're doing the 81 proof version of this. <laughs> um, my steps, stepson and I cracked open a bottle of the, uh, they call it Moon Shadow, not Moon Shadow, but Moon Shadow. Uh, 
cask reserve, which was 117 proof. And this stuff was, it'll, it'll get you woken up in a hurry. Hmm. This stuff was really, you've got to be experienced with your corn whiskey drinking this stuff. It was good, but it's definitely sipping whiskey. Well, before we do the shot, I actually found, uh, we were at, we were out doing uh, wine tasting and different things, and we actually stayed at that mansion. Oh, good Lord. You know the that Eli? No, the, the one, the Erie Mansion. The Erie Mansion, me and, right. the, me and the wife uh, stayed at the, the Erie Mansion, and we were looking around and went to different places, and, you know, I found uh, Old Railroad uh, whiskey. It was made like the way the railroads did on uh, corn. And uh, we polished off the bottle when we were, had no money. <laughs> no more liquor in the house. And unfortunately, I wanted to bring the bottle out and show it to you, but uh, I don't know what I did with it because I have too many things on my bar. Oh, here it is. Look at this. Hey, here we go. Uh, it's a railroad. Oh, nice. It was actually rye whiskey. Rye whiskey. Rye whiskey, yes. This is how they used to make it when they had no money, apparently. Uh, yep, so this was produced and bottled by Hidden Marsh Distillery uh, in Seneca Falls. And this stuff was 80 proof, 40% alcohol, and let me tell you, it burned. I mean, this it stuff was, burned. It burned, baby. Made it, made it back before the invention of antifreeze. <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's, let's do this. So this, this is Dragon Moon Shine Corn Liquor. And here's the swimming. With bow-legged women. You know, I do the whole thing. I did the whole thing, folks. <laughs> oh, sorry. That, I will tell actually, you. That was good. That's good. That's not bad at all. I like that. Multiply good that. Good job, you guys. Multiply that about three, maybe four times. And Ooh. that's the that's the cask strength. Total Eclipse. They made this especially for the Total Eclipse we had a, few month, a week ago. <laughs> that stuff. That stuff. Put hair on parts of your white hair. Did you uh, did you tell the gentleman that we were gonna be? I told him. I told him. Right. I told him about the radio show, mm -hmm. and I told him that we were gonna. That's. I told him that's why I was getting the small bottles because I wanted to promote his stuff. I couldn't afford to buy full size bottles and stuff. It's a little expensive, um, as micro distillery stuffs are. Uh, but if I were to try to buy, and I got two other bottles that we're gonna sample over the next couple shows. Uh, the one is uh, two month aged with oak chips, and it'll be a little smoother, a little sweeter, have a little more flavor. And then they have a, uh, they call it a JP's Brown Bag Whiskey. Uh, it is a bourbon mash uh, made of rye wheat and corn. Um, they can't, I think he said they couldn't technically call it bourbon because he doesn't have the oak cast to age it in yet. Hmm. So basically what this guy does, instead of putting things in the oak, he puts the oak in the liquor. But he just got a bunch of bunch of uh, cask in. That's going to start aging it in the cask, and uh, we're waiting to see how those those will be available late winter, next spring at some point. So we're kind of excited about that. This great little distillery in Marathon, New York. If you're up near there, uh, Dragon Fire Distillery, hmm. um, husband and wife team, great couple. Uh, it'll be on the website if you want to look it up. But uh, I was really impressed with these folks. They are. They are pursuing their dream. This place is about a year old, and um, he's putting out some good product, good, good product. I'm going to check this place out. So. I'm going to take Heather up there because uh, 
Everyone knows we like to drink. So, <laughs> so the uh, the bourbon mash actually was a recipe his father had. His father used to uh, make make shine on the sly, as it were. Hmm. I think the statute of limitations run out, so we can talk about that. Um, yeah. So this is this is his father's recipe on a lot of this stuff that he now makes legally. Um, but uh, it's a fun little place, uh, great couple, and uh, the liquor is well worth the money. But it's you know it's not your bottom rail liquor. It's it's good stuff. So hmm. that was good. So I can't wait for the next couple weeks to try this other stuff. That's if the world doesn't end. If the world doesn't, well, we'll get, we'll get these in before the world ends. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll definitely or, get in before then. Or as it ends. Uh, uh, with any luck, we're going to have this guy at the Snipe Film Festival and Expo uh, doing samples. So if the world's going to end, we're going to have lots of uh, Dragonfire Moonshine and Moonshadow and JP's Brown Bag whiskey to end it right. You know, you know here's another... <laughs> Uh, you're right. End it right. Absolutely. Here's another end of the world thing going around. This is the planet Nubu, or whatever the hell they call it. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. The hidden planet, the 10th yeah. planet, whatever, the 11th planet, planet whatever you want to call it, the planet X. Uh, which, apparently, there really is one out there. They, they can detect something moving around, so there is definitely more than likely another planet in our solar system. Uh, whether it's going to smash into the planet Earth or not, or get close enough to cause you know the end of the world, I don't know. But uh, that's one of the things going around is that planet gets too close to the planet and causes a gravitational flux, which uh, you know starts ripping away our atmosphere and rocks and oceans and all kinds yeah. And of I think stuff. just near body things are going to come close to the Earth over the next few months too. That they're Watching or keeping an eye on. Well, here's yeah, well, here's the thing. You know, here's very. I think back to the Book of Revelations because it, it always fascinated me. Even though in the Old Testament is my favorite, and I like the Book of Daniel the most because it's full of prophecy. By the way, the Book Old of Daniel Testament's where the action is. Yeah. Um, but in the New Testament, the Book of Revelations, which is the final chapter of the Bible, because um, it's the end times, it talks about a burning mountain thrown into the sea. Um, a mountain on fire that's thrown into the sea. It's one of the the seals or the trumpets that goes off for the damage done to the planet uh, in the end times. And the, what to me that always indicated, I mean, the first time I read it as a little boy, I knew, you know, to me that's an asteroid or, you know, a giant mm. meteor or right. something of that nature that, you know, hits the planet or impacts the planet Earth and in, in the ocean. Uh, what else would be a burning mountain, you know, that would enter the sea? That would do it. And that would cause some serious damage. You know, obviously, or uh, worldwide, you know. Yeah. Look yeah. At, look well, at what the dinosaurs, I mean. Well, the, yeah, with know. some, well, that's up to land impact. Um, it's going to hit the ocean. Uh, depending on size, you're looking at typhoons and things like Tsunamis, that. Tsunamis, like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, tsunamis that are going to wipe out huge chunks of, of coastal. Coastal and inner coastal areas. Yeah. Inner. So, yeah. California be gone. Uh, I think. Gone. I think. Well, it depends on what. But yeah, it would be. Uh, you know, pushing California into Nevada. I mean, it would redefine the east and west coasts of the United States on a lot of these things. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, just uh, <clears throat> recently, uh, the guy that actually built my motor uh, was up last week. And he was at my house, and we were dicking around my car. He built a motor twenty five years ago. And uh, he lives in Florida, 
him and his wife, and I, I kept saying, you need to move up here. You can come back to New York. He's like, you know, you should move down there. When you're coming down, I said, no way. You know, that's a floating sandbar. All there's is sand, and then there's water underneath that sand. That's what you guys build houses on. And you're so far below sea level down there, <laughs> if something did hit, you, can, you know, in the right area, Florida would be underwater, too. No, yeah. Almost all of it. Oh, yeah. And nuts. No thanks. I'll stay up here in New York. Thank you very much. I'll pay the high taxes. I'm good with it. You know, a lot of keeps, and I get it, you know, the cold weather, we're, we're both old and arthritic, and the cold weather, I don't mind it so much. It really puts her, I don't know, she wants to move down south. There's nowhere, there's nowhere good down south. Because if the weather not trying to kill you, the creatures are. Yep. Snakes and spiders and other things that, for some reason, at a certain point, in a certain latitude, they just become poisonous versus not poisonous. <laughs> like you get, get past the Mason-Dixon line, everything's poisonous. Everything's going to hurt you, kill you, or give it a real good try and happening. And if they don't kill you, then we're going to send a hurricane or something in to do the rest of the damage. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I... Not that we're not without our little natural disasters from time to time. But they're little. But but they're they're little in comparison. And we usually have enough time to prepare and get out of the way and do things like that. Um, yeah. Outside this little... And not that when something big's going to hit, Bankton's going to be underwater too. But we uh, we have it good. We should, we should keep that in mind before uprooting and going somewhere else. Absolutely. Just saying. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Just I think saying. moving down south is more of a risk than anything. I, the weather, you have more, not just hurricanes, obviously, but you have more tornadoes the further south oh, to go. Well, south you know, and your west. Hurricane Alley, or turn, Tornado Alley, going excuse west. me. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's a mistake. So the, so the center of the country ain't no safer. Yeah. You know, Tornado, uh, yep. Yosemite is just, that, yeah, that's just like a days, time weeks, bomb. months, yeah. or years. From exploding. Yeah, and that's a super volcano, folks. And when that goes... You're, you're taking out a good chunk of the United States will be gone, vaporized. Goodbye. You know, so... Again, there's a lot of things. Doomsday is just one paycheck away. Yeah. Well, I have a plan. You know, I have a plan for the shit hits the fan. I do. Uh, if it's if it's World War Three, and remember I told you the story. I was one morning laying in bed, yeah, a cup yeah, of coffee. Written, yeah, yeah, I thought the World War Three was breaking out, and I was spitting out my coffee, spilling all over me. Like we we gotta get everything out. <laughs> we got the kids in the car. We gotta head to the Adirondacks. Then the Catskills. Um, I know exactly where I'm going to the Adirondacks, um, and I would do it before the shit really hits the fan. When I see things going bad, I know exactly where I'm going. I know exactly where I'm taking my family to survive. You know. I know exactly what I'm doing. Uh, unfortunately, um, I need to plan a little bit better. Uh, I need to have their backpacks ready and little things like that to be, yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, their quick uh, exit bags, uh, which I have not done yet, which I've been saying I'm going to do for the past few years and I haven't done. But right now, like, we are prepared for minor disasters here in uh, Let's Talk It All's uh, studio in the bar. I have flashlights and candles and Flashers radios candles and, and water and food. And alcohol. Lots uh, and lots, and lots of alcohol. alcohol. So I'm ready. And, you know, the, the cool thing about our little bar down here, it's encased in concrete. Um, behind these wooden walls, it's all concrete. And we're encased. It's, it's safe. It's a safe area. And it's a very big house. So there's lots of layers above us. True. Um, 
very safe place to be in a in a bad situation. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, just talking about how safe we're here. Friend of mine. Uh, well, I know the guy. I don't say friend of mine. I know the guy. Uh, his name is. Uh, his nickname is Hammer. His first name is Jack. Uh, we don't call him Jack Hammer because it holds a whole different connotation if you Google it. Um, he is unfortunately down in Florida right now. Oh boy. And uh, he's doing some live broadcasts on Facebook. And it's too funny. Uh, they can't get a flight out till Saturday morning. Everything else is booked. Amtrak is booked. Um, the highways are jammed. Uh, even if you wanted to drive, it's not recommended because I guess gas shortages like in Tennessee and some of the central states about the point you'd be right out of gas or out of gas so you'd be stuck um, talking about going in stores and water and bread and toilet paper are gone the only thing that's in good supply any place you go is liquor <laughs> so so that tells you something so I think Jeff and I are on the right right Path. Yes, because uh, we seem to have enough liquor to survive. Um, but uh, yeah, anything else? Not so much. Side note. Anyways, back on topic. Well, you know, um, here's a scary thing. I'm going to share this because it's end of the world stuff. I'm also just telling everyone what's going on. Well, um, Heather, uh, my other half, my better half there. Um, ever since I met her, she's had abilities uh, that I don't quite understand, and. and uh, Little things. I'm gonna just give you a little sh short story here. I remember going to her apartment when we first started dating, and you know Connor was very young, not even a year, maybe a year old, and Keegan was in school, and we'd be talking in the kitchen and drinking a cup of coffee, and she'd get up and she'd pull up her finger, and say, "Hang on a minute," and she'd run to the uh, the bathroom and look out the bathroom window, and she knew exactly where Keegan was, and it wasn't because she looked at a clock; she just knew new things. And she and she has this ability. Her car got told years ago, which we rebuilt ourselves. But um, the morning she woke up and she was going to Cortland. She was going to school up there, uh, college. And uh, she woke up that morning and it was a snowstorm. And she goes, you know, I, I, I don't think I should go today. And I'm like, oh, you're overreacting. She goes, no, I had a dream. You know, and a wolf ran right into my car and it damaged it really bad. She goes, I just had this, this feeling I shouldn't go. I'm like, it'll be fine. You know, it'll taper off, it'll be fine. Well, I was wrong. On the way home, she was in a major car accident. Her car was totaled. Um, she just, and again, there's many, many stories I could share, but these are the, the two that, I, right, because they're short. Um, but about a month ago, she started having dreams about, you know, floods and water and, you know, being in the kitchen and, you know, high winds blowing into the kitchen and water come up underneath the doors and, we're not in a flood zone, so she didn't know what it meant. Um, but about a day and a half ago, she realized what it was. It was a storm, and she has been on edge like I've never seen her, like just completely on the edge the past two days. Um, and basically, in the, in the nicest way possible, begging her parents, you know, to get down to Dodge, you know, down in uh, Fort Myers, so that's where her family is. And, uh, you know, even I tried today, I, you know, tried to push them a little, but... Uh, you know, I don't understand why people are like that. It makes no sense to stay in your house in a situation like this. It doesn't matter if you're there or not. The storm hits, your house is gone. You being there isn't going to do anything other than cause your own death and your children, the other four children that are there sure. with you, is death as well. 
Um, to me, this is, and I, I, I love my family, but to me, this is just stupid. You know, if it was coming, if something like that was happening in my house, I'd be like, all right, okay, I, you know, I'm taking the heat warning. I'm getting the hell out. You know, I mean, if it's here when I get back, great. If not, oh, well, I have insurance. You know, I don't understand the thought of not leaving. You know, people say, well, I don't have the money. But, you know, <laughs> you're going to have any money if you're dead. You know, so basically I think the moral of the story here, folks, is if you're in an area, in a situation in the future where, you know, it's best to evacuate, you should evacuate. Really simple. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I know 2011, uh, when we had the bad flooding in this area, uh, they came through and we were in a townhouse down in uh, Johnson City. And uh, they came through and said, time to get out, time to get out. And uh, we did. And within an hour, maybe a little bit later, um, there was 10 feet of water in this, in this development. Hmm. Um, some people waited and they, they heard the water coming. Like they were, it was like a scene out of an action flick. Um, but our, our, our townhouse, our whatever condo, what do you want to call it? Water was all the way up to, it was two inches shy of the second floor landing. Wow. Um, everything was upended, refrigerator, heavy appliances, the water lifted it, when it drained, set it back down, tipped it over. Um, nature, nature can be very destructive when it wants to be, and usually it wants to be. Uh, it doesn't do a lot of gentle things when it's provoked. So, yeah, get out. Told to get out. Get out. You know, take what you can, but don't don't think you staying with your stuff's going to help it. Yeah, exactly. It's just materialistic things. You you can't you, you know you you can't take that stuff with you. And if, and if you die <laughs> trying to save it, you know you're definitely not taking yeah, it with you. You know, it's going to end up, you know, either in the garbage or it's going to end up in a, you know, a pawn shop or whatever, you know, or antique shop or whatever. It's not, it's just not worth it. To me, I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Even my Camaro, like if it was flooded and, you know, I didn't have time, you know, I wouldn't make the time to save my car put that way. It'd be the last thing in my mind, you know, I'd be like, no, you know, the animals and the animals, obviously the family. Fun. You know, are more important than any materialistic yeah. thing. Three, four dogs, right? Yeah, three dogs, cats, three cats, cats yeah, yeah. fish. We got it all, baby. No, we got a dog and a cat ourselves, <laughs> and it'd be, you know, be hard pressed to not take him with us and not yeah. have him with us. And, you know, that would, that, that would be the, you know, probably some situation where you got to make that decision. You talk. Yeah, it would be. They're going with me. That's all I know. I've said a bit one way or the other. Second Amendment protects their rights too. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Constitutional rights of <laughs> our pets. Our to pets, damn it. Stay alive. Don't you die in a cat. Back off. And I, and I even told the kids, I said, you know, we'll take the pets with us. You know, God forbid we run out of food. You know, there's a food source. Well, yeah. You know, I hate to see. Kids joking, are folks. Kids are next. Joking. But hey, <laughs> joking. Kids are next. Enjoy. It's horrible. Buys the kids a few more days. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can always have more kids. That's right. Can always have more. Can always have more. 
But you can if you're going to starve to death, so keep that in mind. Yeah. Well, this has actually been a decent show. We try to stay on public or uh, on topic mostly. We did most time. There's a few side 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 uh, side shows, but um. Well, that's what this show is all about. It is. So, with the last few minutes we got, uh, September twenty third, we talked about it. Really, we talk about it now is the Southern New York Paranormal Expo and Film Festival, which will be in Owego, New York, on uh, September twenty third, from ten a.m. to six p.m. Uh, Expo will be at the Elks Lodge. Film Festival will be at the Tioga Theater, about a block down and to the left. Um, lots of vendors, lots of uh, groups and teams from around the area. Uh, Syracuse, Rome, uh, Buffalo, and that area in New York. Um, should be a good time. Should be a really good time. And uh, tickets are available. And you can go to filmfreeway.com to purchase your tickets. Or, better yet, when you're actually listening to this program, if you go to Groupon, Groupon, uh, if you don't know what Groupon is, it's a discount place for all kinds of things to see and do. We have tickets on sale at Groupon. Just go to Groupon, type in Southern New York Paranormal Expo, it'll pop up, and you can get your tickets up to 54% off, which is a nice, nice deal. 54% off? Up to, up to 54%. What was that website again? Uh, Groupon. G-R-O-U-P-O-N. Groupon. Not uh, to be confused with peon, folks. Groupon. Or, or, or Groupon. <laughs> Groupon. Do not, do not Google Groupon. You will not like the results. Um, Groupon, most of you should know what it is. If you don't, uh, Google it, and it will bring it up for you. Uh, you can, as always, listen to past shows, see things, learn things at our website, which is letstalkitall.com. If you need to talk to Jeff or myself, you can reach us by email at jeff at letstalkitall.com or anvil, A-N-V-I-L with an E, dot com, at, dot, at letstalkitall.com. <laughs> yeah, dot com. Just put dot com. Just put dot com. Yeah, see, see, see what you get Dot this, one. dot that. That's where, you, that's where you send the hate mail, that one. Um, <laughs> as always, Diversity Broadcasting uh, for letting us put our show out there on Friday nights at 10 o'clock. And chat with you folks for an hour, 10 to 11 or 11.01 or 2, depends on how long the show goes. And we appreciate Renee and her help. Renee will be at the Snipe Fest uh, on that Saturday. And you can now see Renee. You can see Jeff. Jeff will be there. I'll be there. The wife will be there. And uh, other groups will be there. Filmmakers, film actors, actresses. We got a whole slew of people and with any luck, we'll have the Dragonfire people there doing samples of their whiskey. Oh, cool. And that's always a fun thing. And uh, the Elks will have food and drink as well. Uh, lecturers will be different paranormal investigators from around the area. And um, if you want to learn more, you can go to snipefilmfest.com. S-N-Y-P-E filmfest.com. And... See what's going on there. You can also find us on Facebook and Snipe Hunt, S-N-Y-P-E-H-U-N-T. And uh, that'll be our Facebook page, and you can see what's going on there as well. So lots of places to see what's going on. Uh, we're hoping to see folks there. We uh, always enjoy a good turnout. And the more the merrier on these kind of events. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be a great time at my all. It is going to be a good time. You know, it is going to be a good time. I promise to be drunk as possible as much as I can. Nice. I'm stumbling around. Nice. Um, 
So maybe I'll strip for everyone. That'll be a hell of a show. That will be the end of the world <laughs> prophecy right there. Right there. That's right. right there. That'll be, yeah. that'll be part of the prophecy. <laughs> Jeff, tell what the weather is. Let me show you my moon. <laughs> Jeff will be showing us his barometer. That's how I know what the weather uh, is. Uh, if you tune in late, don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Listen to the rerun about how Jeff tells what the weather is and his body parts he uses to do that. True. Um, Very true, true story. Folks. True, true story. story. True, true story. story. Uh, next show, the next show we will have will be on ghosts. 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 Ghost hunting. Spooky. Ghost hunters. What? Spooky ghosts. Oh, spooky ghosts. Spooky. I, thought said, I thought you said something else. It's it not about that. <laughs> um, that's a whole different show. It's a whole different well, show. It's a whole different show. Yeah, different show. Um, we'll be doing ghost hunters, ghost hunting. Uh, the paranormal, as far as that goes, spirits and entities and things like we're that. We're hoping to have some guests for We're this hoping show. to have some guests with us. Uh, we're going to try to convince uh, my wife to come down. Uh, Jeff may have to sign a waiver saying he won't talk about his favorite topic. Uh, <laughs> oh, portion. We are. We are. We are. <laughs> we are also looking to get uh, the former uh, hosts of Let's Talk Ghosts. Ghosts to come down and chat with us for a while. And uh, get them back on the radio live for a little bit, which yeah, would be nice. Yeah. Uh, Will and Steve. So Will we'll see Steve. how that plays out. But uh, that'll be an exciting time. I, I did pick a day uh, where there was no wrestling event. So hopefully uh, well, Will we will make it. Sometimes maybe <laughs> impromptu wrestling. And then I'll have to deal with that. But um, yeah, yeah. And hopefully Steve's available. I know some of his weekends are. Oh, well, yeah, because he's. Yeah. Occupied. Occupied. Occupied, right. Yeah, he's, he's got, got, he's got his own things going on. He's, he's kind of busy. So, uh, you know, he is busy. And, uh, um, it is what it is. But that'll be a, that'll be an interesting show, and we'll get some things lined up. And um, Do you know what street my bar is on that we're talking in right now? It's on Sasquatch Street. You know why it? that is? Look behind you. Look at that. Sasquatch Street. Right over it the is. door. Over the door behind you. Sasquatch. Above Andrew Jackson. Or not Andrew Jackson. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, above the door is Sasquatch Street. Sasquatch Street. Yeah, Sasquatch. 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 Oh, Street. we got a few minutes. So, a uh, new show that's out. It's called The Low Files. I don't know if you've seen this or not. Yeah. Um, have you seen it? No. Oh, okay. I didn't think so. I know you were lying to me. Uh, Rob Lowe, who's an actor and has been several things and also has a, a little bit of a jaded history on some other things, uh, him and his two sons go out and... Uh, Kind of like this show. They don't. They just don't go looking for ghosts. They don't. They go after anything and everything that might be. They uh, did a Bigfoot one. Uh, there was some stuff off the coast in California that they thought might be a sunken UFO base. Uh, apparently, the there's an underground cavern that's big enough for subs to go in and out of. Hmm. And uh, there's always rumors that the the Americans were doing tests and stuff down there. Sure. So these guys, they, and and they're kind of fun. They're definitely amateurs. Um, they have a good time. Uh, it's some of it's serious, most of it's not. Uh, again, it's, it reminds me of this show. Yeah, I think if you would ever do a TV show, well, it'd be close. I like Rob Lowe. I um, like Rob Lowe. He was Des- great, despite his stuff. I like it. I like in uh, that uh, TV series, The West where, Wing. Yes, love that. Show. He was it's one great. of my favorite he, shows ever. He was West great on The West Wing. Yep. Um, he did a TV show called The, the Grinder, where he was a TV lawyer that was trying to be a real lawyer because yep. his families were his, his father and brother were lawyers. Um, he was funny in that. Um, 
He's been in the other stuff. He did stuff. I was making a joke, but I'm going to hold he, back. Yeah, he's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Usually, usually somebody paid for his wings. Um, he uh, did a lot of stuff in the '80s. He was one of the. Oh, yeah. he, he was in the part '80s. Of the, Rob Lowe was in a lot of things. Yeah, he was. Um, <laughs> Rob Lowe was part of the the Brat Pack. Um, all those young teen late. Late oh, 20s. Oh, why are you going Molly there? Ringwald and Shady, Shady <laughs> Alley. Stop, stop, stop. I don't think your name was Shady Alley. But, you know, but at, at, we are going overtime. So, at All this right, point, but, but, I want to say again, thank you, Renee. Thank you, University Broadcasting. And Jeff has the final words. I do have the final words. Uh, so, basically, it's going to be simple tonight. I don't remember how we usually end this. I, I forgot. Usually we say something stupid. We well, that's, <laughs> It comes out of my mouth all the time, something stupid. Yeah. Um, just remember that the love you take in life is equal to the love you make. Thank you to the Beatles. And that's it. <laughs>